Hello and welcome to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. The Panthers and Demons battled it out in both baseball and softball, but first today's top stories. A time capsule buried in 1992 at Iowa Wesleyan University was opened during a farewell ceremony on May 31st. Faculty, staff, and community members gathered at the university campus in Mount Pleasant to bid farewell to the institution. The time capsule was initially buried as part of the school's sesquicentennial celebration and it was intended to be opened during the bicentennial celebration in 2042. However, its opening on the last day of the university held special significance. Although most of the contents were damaged due to poor sealing, the sentiments shared by Elizabeth Garrels and IW alumna involved in burying the capsule remained intact. The capsule contained various items including photos, a history book, music, yearbooks, and memorabilia. The ceremony reflects on the university's 181-year-old history and celebrated legacy. Former university officials expressed their confidence in the future in the creation of something new and beautiful in the same spot. The Washington School District fell just short of its goal to fill all open positions before the end of the school year on May 25th. Superintendent Willie Stone announced that the district still needed to hire special education staff, as well as teachers for Spanish, 4th and 5th grades, high school math and social studies, and a middle school ELA interventionist. While most of the vacancies created by early retirements were filled, additional departures later in the year complicated staffing goals. The district ex is exploring creative solutions such as a remote Spanish program piloted at Washington High School, but a staff sharing plan with another district recently fell through. The district is also considering hiring not yet licensed employees for training in special education. The official training and orientation for new hires will begin in August, but they already have access to their classrooms and contact with administrators. Members of the Washington County Riverboat Foundation were honored during the Mid-Prairie Baseball game on May 26 for the contributions to the school's recently renovated ballpark. The foundation provided a grant of $159,040 in 2022, which was used to enhance the facility. The renovations included additional seating behind home plate, a changing room for players, a dedicated press box, and an elevated radio broadcast setup. The foundation expressed its satisfaction with the outcome, stating that it had created a beautiful facility for the Mid-Prairie Golden Hawks. Executive Director Patty Collar highlighted the foundation's pride in supporting Mid-Prairie's athletics, knowing that the baseball field is now one of the best in the state of Iowa. The foundation wished the team the best of luck for the season. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll take a look at the weather and sports. Since 1905, Kelowna Cooperative Technology Company has helped our community stay connected with the latest advancements in clear, dependable telecommunications services. KCTC provides rural Iowans with access to high-speed fiber internet, as well as phone, television, computer repair, and cybersecurity solutions. We're also proud supporters of local organizations and area schools within the community. KCTC, keeping Kelowna connected. At the Capper Auto Group, we put our customers' needs first and understand that everyone is as different as the vehicle they select. We offer new Ford, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram vehicles in a friendly environment that puts you in the driver's seat. When it comes to service, we maintain factory-trained technicians and competitive pricing. The Capper Auto Group still believes that service after the sale provides the best customer experience. Come see the Capper experience for yourself. When you aspire to be a dancer, you are both an artist and an athlete. Your strength combines with beauty and grace seamlessly. 
Your efforts result in enhanced coordination, the ability to cooperate and compromise with others, and the confidence to perform in front of an audience. Not to mention the fun you will have and the lifelong friendships you will develop. We are enrolling now for fall classes and we would love to see you shine like the star that you are. Join us for Dance and Tumbling at Stairway to the Stars. Please visit our website for online registration. Hospice isn't a place, it's a type of care that focuses on living. Servicing a seven-county area, the Hospice of Washington County staff of nurses, social work, hospice aides, spiritual and grief support, volunteers, music and massage therapists are able to provide free end-of-life care where the patient lives. We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their health care decisions while maintaining quality of life. You know, it's not a question of what all you have and so on with your life. It's who is in your life and how much you care for them and how much they care for you. And Tammy definitely cares. Hello and welcome to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. Coming up, your five-day forecast, but first, obituaries. Matthew Martin Wilhelm of Dallas City, Illinois, passed away on May 30th at the age of 48. Banks and Beals Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. Andrew L. Small of Iowa City passed away on May 19th at the age of 53. A celebration of life will be held from 1 to 5 p.m. July 2nd at City Park in Iowa City. John Clifford Danielson of Fairfield passed away on February 16th at the age of 76. There'll be an interment at Fell Cemetery at 11 a.m. June 10th. Irene Eleanor O'Connor of Cedar Rapids passed away on May 31st at the age of 88. A funeral mass will be held at 10.30 a.m. June 5th at St. Pius X Catholic Church. Stuart Baxter Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. Karen K. Fenn of Mission, Texas passed away on May 24th at the age of 64. A celebration of life will be held at 1.30 p.m. June 6th at Jones and Eden Funeral Home. Barbara Janet Wilson-Hodge of Fairfield passed away on May 31st at the age of 95. Per her wishes, no services will be held. Benefrino Home is in charge of the arrangements. That was obituaries. It is now time for your five-day forecast. It's been another hot one today with a high of 91 degrees and partly cloudy skies. Tomorrow, temperatures will fall down to 82 degrees and it'll be mostly cloudy. On Wednesday, it'll be partly cloudy and temperatures will continue to fall down to 79 degrees. On Thursday, temperatures will start to rise back up with a high of 82 and mostly sunny skies. Finally, on Friday, it will remain mostly sunny, and the high will be 87. We're going to take another quick break, and when we come back, we'll take a look at sports. Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award-winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities, serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family owned and operated by Andy and Sarah Ross. Ross Auto has been your vehicle repair and maintenance headquarters since 1935. We specialize in all makes of cars and light-duty trucks. With our variety of available services, let us help you keep rolling and your vehicle operating efficiently. Services include general auto repair, alignments, brakes, fuel injection, and more. Schedule your appointment today at 319-653-5656. That's 319-653-5656. I met Tammy about 20 years ago. 
with when her daughter was in Special Olympics and I was coaching, told me that she was into doing senior benefits. We became even closer friends. She cares about everybody, especially the seniors, so call her. Welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. It is now time for sports. The Mount Pleasant Panthers bounced back from their tough games against Washington by defeating them 9-5 in their third matchup of the series. The Panthers relied on a late-game offense to secure the win, with Zarek Vanghaus delivering key plays. The game saw both teams trading runs with Mount Pleasant initially leading 2-0, only for Washington to take a 3-2 lead. However, the Panthers managed to regain the advantage at 4-3, although Washington quickly responded to take a 5-4 lead. In the bottom of the fifth inning, Van Housen's sacrifice fly tied the game at 5-5. Mount Pleasant reliever Peyton Higgins successfully navigated a bases loaded jam in the top of the sixth, striking out two batters. The Panthers took the lead in the bottom of the sixth with J.C. Sitar's RBI single, followed by Peyton, Payson Coleman's blunt single that scored two runs. Van Housen then sealed the victory with an RBI sing single, bringing the score to 9-5. The Panthers showed resilience and determination in pressing Vanghouse, who expresses pride in the team's comeback, despite the win, Washington still leads in the Southeast Conference standings. The Washington softball team achieved a season sweep over Mount Pleasant with a convincing 12-1 road victory in six innings. Washington initially faced a slow start as Mount Pleasant took an early lead with a run in the first inning. However, the Demons quickly adjusted and showcased their offensive prowess. They capitalized on the Panthers' misplays, scoring four runs in the third inning, followed by five in the fourth, one in the fifth, and two in the sixth. Emory Walton had an outstanding performance going 3-for-4 with a double, a triple, and four RBIs. Haley Mitchell contributed with two RBIs, while, while several other players also knocked in runs. On the pitching side, Bella Salazar and Hallie Cutterback combined, eff combined efforts, allowing only two hits and one earned, unearned run. The Demons now hold an 8-4 overall record and remain undefeated in conference play. They will face Fort Madison in a doubleheader, while Mount Pleasant hosts Keokuk. That was the news for Southeast Iowa. I've been your host, Nick Steffens. This has been your news break, and I will see you next time.